I said that so strained. If I was ever going to get nodes, it would have been from that. <laughs> everybody! That's creepy. Much uh, like Julie Andrews or their, that character in Pitch Perfect. <laughs> yeah. You could sing the low notes. <laughs> Wait, who else had nodes? Oh my god, Adele. But she's fine. It's fine. Adele had nodes. My voice teacher actually predicted that in um, high school. Predicted Adele would have nodes? Yeah. Oh my gosh. She's like, it's the way she sings. I was like, she seems pretty successful to me. I don't know. <laughs> I, I personally would not critique her uh, technique, but all right. Me either. I was like, I don't know anything. Um, You're an adult in my life. <laughs> I don't want to say you're wrong, but sounds good to me. <laughs> um, what were you going to uh, say? You said Grace and oh, I. I was going to say, Grace and I are, are late today and mm-hmm. obviously you can't tell that because you don't know when anything's released and you sometimes have no things concept are released of time idiot you have no concept of time <laughs> or you have no concept of time because sometimes grace does a really good job quickly releasing the podcast and then live forgets to upload an image to the Instagram, <laughs> which is objectively the simpler part <laughs> so <laughs> what is time but uh grace <laughs> Was like today. No, sorry, cat standing right in front of her. Not because she was making Christmas wreaths. It's not the season, but she has recently apparently got into quilting. <laughs> For the record, I talked to her three hours ago, and she was doing it then as well <laughs> on a call, <laughs> and then. She's like, I have to finish one more row, and this was, like, maybe two minutes before we were supposed to start. (laughs) And then she said, sorry, I'm so obsessed with quilting. (laughs) And then we get on the call, and she's like, I am so sorry. But what she doesn't know is I was glad that she was late, because (laughs) I was watching a very long video on bears. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, just like a slideshow with a British man talking about the different species. I think there were like about eighteen different types of bear I learned. About. Riveting stuff. So you're like, oh, don't worry, Grace, take your time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna finish my bear I like, video. I was like, I got seven more species to get through, <laughs> and they're all different types of grizzly bears, and they look the same. <laughs> Where did you find this video? Like, how did it present itself as an option to you? Well, it stemmed from an argument Mason and I were having about, uh, like, animal, like, crazy animal people. Because there was Mm -hmm. this guy, uh, he was, like, this grizzly bear man who we watched a video of him. And he basically, like, went to go live with grizzly bears on a nature reserve. And they Mm -hmm. were like don't do that (laughs) please leave and he stayed there four years and then he left one time and he came back and then he got mauled to death so i was saying that that i was like yeah he's crazy he's crazy like that you know the big cat people or you know that fucking alligator dude and he was like steve Irwin." (laughs) okay wait liz (laughs) because i just got a text from mason (laughs) He basically just texted me and said, ask her about her hot take on Steve Irwin. 
Well, don't, he doesn't need to worry because I was about to share. <laughs> Look, I just think that based on the animal, you get a different brand of crazy. And that man with the alligators, the biologist, is literally insane. <laughs> I don't know what what anyone's going on about it, that he's not as crazy as this grizzly bear man because... That's the same type of person. How do you? How dare you say that about the father of Bindi Irwin, <laughs> the Queen of Australia? <laughs> Bindi Irwin, the Queen of Australia. Okay, his daughter's name is Bindi Irwin. She's not the Queen of Australia. That's just a weekly joke. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, is she? She's a who, right? She's a I who. Assume. But she's okay. Yeah. Wow, that's great. She is an awesome. Would like to know about this Australian also... celeb. Wow, I love that. That makes sense actually because Mason's like obsessed with Australia, and we watched a video after we watched a Steve Irwin thing because he was like, "You can't be talking about Steve Irwin." I was like, "That weird blonde dude." It's like <laughs> obsessed he rest with in alligators. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like. Didn't he get his arm eaten or something? He's like, no, he died from being, like, stung by like a urchin or a stingray, yeah. Dude, I stepped on a sea urchin once. That shit hurt. Yeah. It was in Italy. Well, probably not as bad as dying live. Oh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure it didn't. That was disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Apologize to Steve Irwin. <laughs> my coffee unless I apologize to Steve. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I stand by my opinion. <sighs> anyway, Grace and I both had our very fun and relevant and equally acceptable reasons for being late. <laughs> well, I just want to say about my quilting obsession that I yeah, want to apologize because I was making fun of Liv for her knitting obsession. Um, that Grace actually up- said the meanest thing about my knitting. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said, you know, I shouldn't be mean because if I was doing this, <laughs> everyone would just be like, that's fun and cool and on brand. <laughs> Essentially saying, but when you do it, it's weird as fuck. You absolute nerd. That is so mean. You lonely nerd. Knitting 15 hats in two weeks. It was so many hats. To be but fair. It was a lot of hats. There's not any space. And many of, of like, them were so dresser. small. You'd think I'd learn the sizing, but I refuse to count. So funny. Um, (laughs) No, I'm not. Like, I am addicted to quilting, but, like, also not. um, Because. (laughs) What is this quilt you're making? So, basically, the interior design assistant at my job was like, look at all this fabric I have left over from Mm. various projects. You know, stuff that got made into, like, curtains or pillows or whatever upholstery but it's all like so expensive and she's like I don't know what to do with this fabric because it's so expensive but it's just like weird scraps of fabric and I can't stand to let anything like that go to waste so I was like I'll take it and then I was like what am I gonna do with all this fabric I just said that I would take and I was like I'll make a quilt have I ever made a quilt before no are quilts notoriously challenging absolutely have I done any research none Mm -hmm. um 
And so yesterday I cut up all my squares that are not so even, a key part of a quilt. And today I've started sewing them together. So I'm like about one third of the way through sewing all my rows together one way. And I was at work today and I was like, I wish, I'm literally so pissed I'm not working on my quilt right now. And I know I'm going to go to work tomorrow and I'm going to be like, I'm so fucking pissed I'm not working on my quilt right now. But the thing is, it's not the quilting that I'm addicted to. Because like when I finish this quilt, I'm not going to be like, I have to make another quilt. I'm just addicted to projects. And I've known that about myself. But this one is, um, especially, my mind, my mind is on it. I need my quilting fix. Anyway, uh, if you ever need any help with quilting, Haley used to make a lot of quilts. That's actually That's where literally so that giant bag of um, she would like make them for new relatives. Like by new relatives, I mean babies. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird way to say that. <laughs> and I had to clarify because it really was a weird way to say that. Um, I thought you meant like sisters-in-law. Like, <laughs> yeah, I figured you might think that, which is. <laughs> <laughs> I uh clarified. Um but Oh, remember that bag of fabric I gave you? Some we made some mass out of it yeah. and I made some really horrible headbands. Yeah. That is Haley's old quilting stuff that she wasn't using anymore. Mm. So me, I just kept a bag of fabric. Yeah. So congratulations <laughs> to you on actually doing something with it. Multiple things actually. You made us masks from that, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then we were Good like, cotton masks really ain't it. And I was like, what a bummer. I'm going to have to find a different project. And then I got 80 plants. <laughs> anyway. You really, I, what I like about you, though, is when you have a project, like, don't get me wrong, I think I could make a quilt, technically, yeah. but I think it would be horrible and I wouldn't use it and neither would anyone else. When you commit to a project, it usually turns out really cool. Like yeah. your wreath, damn good. Your plants, really cool. Mass, solid, yet ultimately useless based on science. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, we'll see about this quilt. The whole thing is like quilts are supposed to be pretty lined up and exact. And if I'm known for one, th- if two things, it's one being addicted to projects and two hating to measure. So mm-hmm. <laughs> fair enough. You hate to measure, and yet you're still good at it, though. Thank I have you. faith in you. I have faith in Thank your you. quilting. I appreciate that. Um, should we... I refuse to measure, and everything's terrible. But <laughs> continue. On. All that to do. They're like, for this job, you're required to be detail-oriented. No, ma'am. I didn't read that part of the description. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't plan on trying. Um, Should we tell people about the other project we did today? Oh, yeah. You do it. Um, We just launched our first edition of our comedy magazine. Yay! It went really well. Yay! I'm really excited it seems like people are liking it. I've mm-hmm. gotten some nice messages for sure that weren't just, it didn't feel like just friends <laughs> right. being nice to me. Or like friends excited. who wouldn't normally message you. So it feels yeah fun on two levels of getting to mm-hmm. reconnect. And also they said something that you know they didn't feel obligated to say. Right, exactly. Like they, instead of just being like, I like it, I, they they would be like, I like it, and this thing was, like, my favorite or yeah. something like that. 
which is cool because I figured a lot of people would have different things that they liked, and they really did, which was cool. We had a hiccup in the beginning where, God, I feel bad for everyone who did, like, a little video thing because I tagged them in about 14 posts this morning, <laughs> and I had to repost everything a bunch of times or put them in my stories or whatever, but... We had a video hiccup that we won't have, so the layout isn't as pretty as it was, but that's okay. There's always new times. So, yes. if you haven't followed along, do so. And the it's called the trying times, in case we yes, forgot to say that. I did forget to say that. But, uh, I'm very excited. I'm very happy that... Um, people seem like they want to do it again, so we yeah. love to see it. And if you do, go check it out, so... <laughs> Uh, the most popular post is the horoscopes post from Grace Heller. Yeah, I mean, true, but also Christian did repost it. But it's also... You didn't have to say that part, Okay, though. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I did. I felt like it might... It's it's a very accessible post, because it's, like, one of the shorter ones. Like, you can just scroll through to the part that's applicable to you. But I was going to mention it, actually, because I was going to say, hey, go check out the trying times. Check yeah. out your horoscope, and then comment and let me know if I got it right. Because, honestly... I absolutely nailed four so far, according to people. So yeah, no, I saw I saw at least two where the people were like, "I feel personally attacked," <laughs> and I was like, "God, she didn't read a single description." I was going <laughs> to say, "Granted, I think to the people you're thinking of, I wrote it with them in mind, so if <laughs> they are in fact being personally attacked." Okay, then yeah, probably. I think we're. I'm sure. We're okay, I will people. say Aquar- Aquarius. That's a personal attack. That's a vendetta that's lasted since 2019. Um, okay, great. I'm so Taurus, glad. I Taurus that. is a combination of two people, um, one of whom commented, it's my sister. Hey, Louise, don't get another yeah. piercing. But also, Chessie. Oh, that um, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> also, okay, Jessie. I'm going to look at mine now because I forgot what mine was. Load, please. But then my friend Julianne messaged me and she's Leo and Leo was your boss doesn't hate you they just don't use exclamation points and her boss is my dad who doesn't <laughs> use exclamation points and then she no. she said her boyfriend's a Virgo and he Virgo I wrote congrats on finishing that book you really are better than the rest of us now how about you go make that dentist appointment you've been postponing for the last 1.5 years and she said Scott literally just finished a book for him which is a rarity for him and make a doctor's appointment has been on his list for like two years I'm gonna send this to him and hope that it makes him do it that is fantastic and I did not write those with them in mind I also just love that you're becoming the 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 newspaper's little cupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. Um. Anyway, what's your horse? Mine though? is. Here's the thing. You could either start telling <laughs> your friends the truth when they ask how you are, or you can go on antidepressants. That I did the second one. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I just cry at you. <laughs> I picked both. <laughs> Picked a chaotic version of both. <laughs> so anyway, that's great. Go follow the trying times. You nailed it. Thank yeah. you. Tell us if your horoscope was accurate. I worked really hard on them. Please read the stars. I think it's very fun. Listen it definitely has to continue into the next one. So yeah, that's absolutely. Fun. Um, okay, I guess we should probably talk about the Bachelor now. Yeah. Um, oh wow, what an episode. Well, okay, well wait, is there any Bachelor news? Because I have one thing to bring oh, up. I have a tidbit, God. but I can't think of much else. Like Raven had her mm-hmm. baby. Mm. Oh yeah, Raven had her baby. 
Anna is apparently dating Anna from <gasps> not Katie's season. No, at a you know Matt's season. Yeah, Matt's Who's season she apparently dating? dating Chris Bukowski, Katie's ex from Paradise. Old as fuck. Oh, he's not actually old as fuck. He's just say, been on the Bachelor a bunch rude. of times. <laughs> No, well, also, like, he, it's crazy. That's a that weird was a pairing. Joke, like, that he was so old and stuff, and he was still younger than, like, a lot of the people who went on. But he does look aged. Sorry. Yeah. He's not aging well. That's a weird pairing to me. Because I feel like Katie yeah. was so chill, and I feel like Anna has no chill. Not an she ounce. She has no chill. But so also, Katie weird. was not always chill. But also, I think she was sleep-deprived. I don't really know. Oh, right. Uh, she's narcoleptic. He, yeah. I, I think they, to me, they seem like a good pairing right. based on that I find them both kind of boring. Yeah. But and I like, find Chris boring like, in a muted way and Anna boring in like yeah. a basic way. Yeah, I think those two work pretty well together. All right. It's like together I will forget about you. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm fine with. You think she has to explain um, TikTok to him every day? <laughs> oh, sure that's wild to think about um wow that's he's gonna be added to the weird crew mm. of problematic not favorites katie got a haircut it's like a chin length it bob bad. yeah i do not like it it's very karen yeah um okay well here's my piece my of opinion. news um yeah what's yours clayton put a notes app apology on his Instagram oh, yeah. story. And it was like, because we'll talk about, obviously, the Shanae Elizabeth, just Shanae in general situation. Oh, I also remember another piece of thing. But like, so spoiler alert, <laughs> obviously we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Um, at the fir- at the rose ceremony in this episode, at the beginning of the episode, Shanae stays and Elizabeth goes home. And then mm. there is no other... Um, rose ceremony in this episode but so Shanae's just there the whole time um but he basically Clayton wrote a notes app apology to Elizabeth that was like I'm sorry I only had what I knew to go off of like I handled it badly obviously if I'd known all of this was happening I would have sent Shanae home immediately um maybe I should just read it because it's Yeah. I'm sorry, Elizabeth, for what you're going through. I wish I could have seen what was happening when I wasn't there. I obviously knew y'all weren't in a good place with each other, but I thought at the time it was solely petty drama. I would have sent Shanae home immediately for making fun of you for being neurodivergent had I known. Overall, the experience for me watching hasn't been fun simply because I'm seeing all the damage that I caused. I really meant well, but my actions weren't always the best as now I can see the repercussions from my act from my decisions. I can promise you I'm learning from the mistakes though, and I'm doing everything in my power to come out the other side a better man. Okay, whatever. Fine. Yeah. But um Sure. Who cares? Yeah. I also just feel like I don't know. It's not weird to me, because like obviously this was the time that that apology needed to happen if it was going to. But like Shanae hasn't gotten sent home yet. <laughs> like she's still on the show. <laughs> so Yeah. And I think, I mean... Yeah, true. I don't know. I have many... It's also just weird because it's like... I don't know. I have many complaints about the pacing of this episode. Yeah, I just think in this episode, Clayton practiced a total of zero critical thinking. I was going to say the theme of this episode is the bar is on the floor. Yeah, exactly. That was the theme. I'm just like... I'm like, I don't even... 
there's, I don't even know if it's a thing of, like, he needs to learn from his mistakes, he's done a bad job, like, he needs to, like, get a better picker. <laughs> good at it. We need to talk to that gut instinct and find a yeah, way to be- fix that. Yeah, because it was a weird thing of just, like, like when Nick Viola was obsessively picking Corinne, I almost felt like he did it for our own entertainment. Mm. Like, like, I'm sure Game of Roses would agree her. with you. It, yeah, like, he was attracted to her for sure and didn't really want anyone to tell him what to do on his season. Yeah. But she was also kind of entertaining, whereas, like, I don't think that there's a single ounce of thought with Clayton. I think he just, like... It's insane to me that he had that conversation with Elizabeth and uh, Shanae, even not knowing yeah, the other stuff, and was still, like, the more reasonable pick is Shanae. Yeah. Well, because she said wacky shit. Yeah, that just, like, that felt pretty producer-involved to me. Yeah. Obviously. Um, yeah. I, let's not get into it because I obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about it in depth. So what was, what was your other piece of news? Oh, the other thing was, so there was a TikTok that went around where this girl was like, this guy from Bachelor Nation. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. I totally forgot about this already. me and my friend out and like paid for our stay in this hotel. And then when I wouldn't sleep with him uh canceled our reservation essentially never trust a man yeah never and then she also like posted videos of him talking about stuff it was really gross um and i do think that she didn't reveal his identity right away like which honestly props to her girl like get get your moment like yeah. have some fame we appreciate it go off but um because I'm pretty sure he's, like, kind of a nobody in Bachelor Nation. And if she had yeah. just told everyone, I don't know if everyone would have cared as Right, but if she says like, some guy in Bachelor Nation, everyone's like, some who? Guy. Someone we know? And then later she's like, no. <laughs> nope. And also, like, the picture he looked, you couldn't tell, but he was, he looked, like, younger and, like, hot-ish from what I could tell just based on, like, the bad picture that I saw. Yeah. So it would have been easier to assume it wasn't, like, someone from... A long time ago. Yeah. You know? And it, and it wasn't. It wasn't. It was Caitlyn's season, so it wasn't that long ago. I mean, long enough ago was, that I wasn't watching. Yeah. I don't remember this guy at all. His name was, from what has been confirmed so far, I guess, I think she went on a Bachelor Nation podcast and said, but I don't know if that has happened yet. But it was pretty much determined that it was this guy named Christian who went home, like, night two or three from Caitlyn's season, which... Who gives a fuck? But I went back and I, like, listened to a couple interviews with him and then I listened to the video and they sounded extremely similar. And based on the picture, I thought it was him as well. And you said that he, like, went private on Instagram and, like... Yeah, yeah, he went private on Instagram, which is a big-time indicator. Yeah. And also, again, like, if you had been watching Caitlyn's season or something like that, I think you probably... There's a chance you would have been able to pick him out as well, so... There's a chance you would have been able to pick him out as well. Yeah. I'm saying you have a better... (laughs) 
<laughs> no, that's what I meant. Is like when I saw him, I was like, based on the ear shape and head shape. Yeah. I, I think it is this man. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong. Who knows? But it did sound a lot like him. Either way, it was bad. Yeah. Um, so. Fuck that guy. I hope the girl gets a lovely little 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, I hope she gets paid in some kind of way. Yeah, I doubt. I love it when people get money rewards. I know. <laughs> Going through stupid shit. I know. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway. It's cool she gets to go on a podcast. And wow, what a nightmare. Yeah. But also, I kind of hope it's like... A, I don't know. It's it's it, oh, good in a way because it's like, well... I'm sure there are, like, bigger douchebags that are, like, a bit higher up in the franchise or whatever. Yeah. And so, hopefully, this is a warning to them to not yeah. be assholes. Although, more likely, it's just a warning for them to be more secretive, but... <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Um, okay, should we talk about the episode? Hell yeah. Okay. Big episode. Big episode. Struggled with pacing. Um, <laughs> so... We pick up with, like, we're heading into a cocktail party before a rose ceremony. Because we're doing rose ceremonies at the beginning, again. Um, And if we recall from last week, Clayton was like, I need to address some things at the cocktail party. So everyone's, like, talking about that. And basically, the consensus in the house is that Elizabeth is sweet and nice, and Shanae is irrationally lashing out and targeting Elizabeth. Like, mm-hmm. we don't hear from anybody who is on Shanae's side. Which doesn't mean they don't exist, even though I don't think they exist, but mm-hmm. whatever. So, Elizabeth is dressed sexy for the occasion. Yeah. Elizabeth not come to play. Shanae looked very nice really as well, like but Elizabeth in Game of Thrones. did not come to play. Um, no. So, before Clayton gets there, they're all dressed up at the cocktail party. Genevieve wants them all to discuss things. Um, God, I hate Genevieve. I'm but Shanae has nothing she wants to discuss. Genevieve is so annoying. She's so annoying. Genevieve is so... I don't know what she reminds me of. I don't know who. She's I don't know what character. my new least favorite. Um, she looks like, in my brain, what I think Danielle Jonas looks like. I don't know what Danielle Jonas looks like. What is a Danielle Jonas? She's married to Kevin. But in my head, she looks like Genevieve. (laughs) (laughs) What? She's the original Jonas sister. (laughs) Fuck. Oh no. <laughs> Actually, Sorry. Kevin and Danielle have a really cute story. She was they've been dating since they were like teenagers and cute. then they got married and she's like a hairstylist in New Jersey with their two daughters. Like they're cute. That's sick. Yeah. That's very cute. Yeah. Anyway, um fan in theory of Danielle Jonas, don't know what she looks like. I think she looks like Genevieve. Um, mm. which I guess is counterintuitive because I'm talking about how annoying I find Genevieve, and that's not to say I think Danielle Jonas is annoying. Genevieve's very hot. Yeah. But she's fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, I stand by what I said last week of, like, I think she'd be that girl that was just, like, 
Like, you accidentally bumped her, and she'd just be like, Ugh! What? What? Like, just would be such a dick to you. Yeah. Or, or you just, like, asked her a question, and she just snaps at you. Oh, Genevieve's a snapper. For no reason. Yeah. Like, finger and snaps. She, and she definitely, is, if she's having a bad day, will try and ruin it for everyone. Well, anyway, Genevieve really feels like her day's been ruined, and so she's trying to get the whole house to talk about it, and Sinead does not want yeah. to participate, so Genevieve's already pissed. And then Clayton comes in, and he's in a very somber mood, and he's like, I can't move forward with this cocktail party until I talk to Sinead and Elizabeth. So he pulls them, and he's like, what's going on? And then they basically talk at each other, or if you're Elizabeth, you talk, and if you're Sinead, you yell. So they do that at each other across Clayton. I don't know if Clayton has said a single word. I don't know what his plan was going into this. Because I think he, he's just trying to process each word coming through him and it's Slowly. Yeah. <laughs> because he literally was like, okay, tell me what happened. And they're both like, yeah. And obviously jump into their own individual stories and also trying to tell the other person that they're wrong and Clayton just looks like a deer caught in the headlights he does not know what to do he looks like he looks like he regrets every decision he's ever made that got him to this point he wishes he'd never been born um yeah he cannot handle this he is genuinely not capable yeah, I agree. I, I like think, this was not I a situation that's what came down to. Yeah, this was not a situation of like, okay, you know what? Time to step up to the plate. This sucks, but you have to do it. <laughs> like he can't. I don't believe in him. I have no faith. No, he would. He could not. Do, he failed this situation. He was never going to succeed. Thing. He learned from Michelle to like cut people loose, but he doesn't understand like the full process of just like. That her personality was like, I'm going to settle this right now. Yeah. I'm not going to listen to the bullshit, and I'm going to send people home. He, like, understood one part of that, and then doesn't know how to handle the any of the other process. Like, No. Well, he, if he said there was a matter that he should address tomorrow, just, like, go to the group and be like, I don't want to hear anything. Yeah. Today. I want to have a cocktail party. Please don't talk about the other girls. Yeah. That's what he had to do. And instead he was like... Feel free to yell across me while I can't process the information. Yeah, and just like, okay, the second Shanae brought up shrimp, because Shanae brought up, because Elizabeth's like, how are you bullying me? And Shanae's like, well, there's the shrimp. And first of all, I was (laughs) like, I have to continue. You guys, you would not believe how big a part of this episode shrimp was. Like, baffling. Um... But so Sinead's like, well, the shrimp. And you can just, like, see in Clayton's face where he goes, uh, (laughs) what? (laughs) And this is where I just think this is what, because obviously he's, like, more attracted to Sinead. Yeah. But I think it came down because, again, I think a normal, I think someone who's not Clayton who isn't completely overwhelmed by the situation listening to this would have been like, oh, Sinead brought up the shrimp it was an absurd thing, and Elizabeth said, that's not really the issue, and would have been like, okay, well, I have to send Sinead home, because this is insane. Yeah. And this isn't real bullying. Uh, but I just don't think he got any of the information. Like, no. Like, he understood that they, he eventually started to understand when they were talking about shrimp, but he didn't know who started it, 
who was responsible for the maturity. <laughs> like, he didn't gather any of this. And also, before any of this even happened, this one scene where all the girls were in the kitchen and Susie's like, I mean, I don't think Clayton's stupid. Right. Because <laughs> I don't think Clayton's stupid. And all the girls go, right, absolutely. Right. And I'm like, we it, don't? I felt the hesitation. I felt the hesitation. I felt the need to explicitly state that out loud. Like, to say, well, I don't think Clayton's dumb. And the thing she is... put a question that, mark at the end of it. That phrase is always followed by a but. Like, whether it is spoken out loud or whether it remains silent, you don't say, well, I don't think Clayton's dumb. The butt was felt. Yeah, the butt was felt. <laughs> but he's acting stupid. I don't know. Um, I just, I was talking to Mason. I was like, I think after this whole thing happened, they went back in. They're like, well, he might be. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one thing. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Team Elizabeth, whatever. She said some things that annoyed me, but like, she's annoying Sinead's mean um yeah yeah uh, i agree she's annoying uh elizabeth did lie about being in the hot tub she did because shanae was like i made shrimp and i went up to the hot tub and nobody wanted my shrimp and it's because elizabeth was there and elizabeth's like i wasn't even in the hot tub but she was in the hot tub i will say though based on the shot which again could have been cut in weird ways but i do think she was in there yeah it to me, in my, it, it didn't look like she was ignoring her. It just looked like there was a lot going on and she was having a conversation with multiple people. Yeah, no, people she didn't hear her. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, there's there's a very, like, I think there's a very big chance she that she could just not remember. Know, yeah, yeah, that she just didn't know Shanae showed up. Yeah. And offered shrimp. And also, like, it made no sense, too, because Mara fully took a shrimp from her and said, thank you. Yeah. So everyone did acknowledge. Or, like, Mara did acknowledge her. Yeah. And it was it was just weird. And, yes, I do. She was in the hot tub, but I just, I didn't think, even then, I was like, oh, I don't think I don't that know. she. I don't know. I was kind of like. I, don't, I didn't think she saw her. Okay. I mean, I, I kind of thought she was lying, but, like, not in a way where I was like, mm-hmm. you're a bad person. Just in a way where I was like, you're in, a, you're in an argument. You feel like you need, you, you have the high ground in every yeah. sense. And then you did a little whoopsie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, I wouldn't be surprised if she realized that, but I didn't think she was initially lying just because even before this conversation in the last episode, when Shanae was getting mad about being ignored, I was like, oh, but no one saw you. Like you did a weird drive by yeah. with and your shrimp. Also, you're a bitch. Yeah. I ignore you. Like that's called like. Mm-hmm. Not rewarding negative behavior. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Just the- she would make me so nervous. Oh my god! Yeah. To be around. Oh my god! Yeah. You know, like that's crazy. Anyway, so I, she would just turn on you so fast. Oh yes. So Clayton yeah. hasn't said one word until he goes. I need to step away for a second. <laughs> and he kind of runs away. He never comes back, for the record. They don't return no. to this conversation. He ran up to the producers and said, can I get a script? He said, help! 
Ethan and helps from this meeting. Um, Shanae is giving some interviews that she is so drunken. Like, mm-hmm. Shanae is so drunk, and the cocktail party has not started. Yeah. It has not occurred. And she's like, Elizabeth put poison in the shrimp. It's truly wild. <laughs> and then, so after Clayton abandons them, Elizabeth goes back inside to talk to the girls, and Shanae like, goes to the food area, and they literally do a slow zoom on her putting shrimp on a plate. And, like, this is also so funny, because I literally think shrimp are so disgusting. They are, like, like, I am not a picky eater. I will eat most things. But Mm. I cannot stomach the taste of shrimp. The texture of shrimp, literally the grossest thing in the entire world. She has boundaries, people. She has her limit. Shrimp might actually be my least favorite food. Mm, wow, that's intense. Yeah, I can't think of anything that I hate more. Literally. Anyway, um, yeah, so then Shanae walks back into the room with her plate of shrimp, and they're all like, bitch, is that a plate of shrimp? And then Genevieve goes off on Shanae a little bit. Um, In a way that really sucked. Yeah, it was weird. It was like, yeah, I don't know. It was just bitchy. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a spoiled child. It was so weird. She really let Shanae push her buttons. Like, Elizabeth's the one who... Like, Shanae is targeting. Yeah. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't know how she's stayed so collected this whole time, because... Mm, yeah, no clue. It's insane, but, like, Genevieve lost it after, like, three seconds. Yeah, that was wild. Which is... I was like, you're a very unpleasant person. Yeah, but I was also kind of glad that someone else was standing up for Elizabeth. Yeah. Like, I just wish that, again, the whole... I guess the whole room was kind of like, Shanae, what are you doing? But then Genevieve did did the yelling. Did the standing up in the class. Yeah, it and felt like everybody was like, don't, like, stop, please. We'd love to chat. And then Genevieve just took it in a weird direction. Yeah. It also felt weird, too, because I didn't feel like Genevieve and Elizabeth were particularly close. Yeah, no, so Genevieve's indignation like feels her. much more, like, in the realm of, like, it's not fair than you're yeah. being mean to she Elizabeth. Like, these are people's feelings! And I was like, I don't really think that that is the issue. Like, I, I, I think the issue is that Shanae is specifically targeting a person based on her, like... based on some absurd thing where she thinks this person is after her and is also making fun of her for having ADHD. Like, I think, I think that's the issue. It's not that, like, all of these people are in love with Clayton. Literally none of you like him. Like, let's Literally! Not pretend. (laughs) The extent to which Teddy doesn't like him. Teddy literally has to stop her face from, like, making, like, wrinkling up in disgust. 
She's not stopping it. She looks disgusted 90% of the time. He's like, will you accept this rose? And she's like, yep. You got it, babe. (laughs) (laughs) If I must. Teddy I think one is a bachelor to be anyone else. Truly. The first, the most excited I uh saw her was when they were like international travel. <laughs> and she was like, Hell yeah, and then they were like Texas and she was like, Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Okay. So Clayton obviously did a really terrible job handling this. Yeah. Jesse comes in and is like Clayton cannot emotionally handle a cocktail party right now, so it's canceled. And I was like, I, I believe it. <laughs> obviously, the cocktail party's canceled. Obviously, obviously. Elizabeth, this is where I started to be like, girl, Elizabeth mm-hmm. is feeling sick and crying because she can't stand to lose any of these girls. Like, these women were supposed to have mm-hmm. time at the cocktail party tonight, and she can't stand to lose any of them. Like, you've done these girls she- three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. And I bet you can stand to lose some of them. I bet yeah, some of them suck. I think you probably can. And, and then I she also, calls them some of her best girlfriends in the world. Mm-mm. In what? Okay. Here's okay. the thing. It's just like, I know that people get really, really close. Yes. Obviously. We know that. Because they have to spend so much time together. But have the decency. Because the real, like the outside world doesn't see it that way. Because, to me, yeah. it looks like you've known each other for six hours. And though I can I can know in my brain that you've been, sta- like, hanging out with each other for three... It's still only three weeks. Yeah. And... Well, and also, a lot of these friendships... My brain just won't process it. A lot <laughs> of these friendships we see are, like, the several weeks you spend filming. So, like, let's say you make it to week five. Like, five mm-hmm. weeks you spend filming... And then probably talking pretty consistently after the show because you can't talk to anybody else except for the people who are on the show with you. Right. Like and while then it's airing supporting and each other while the show is airing. Yeah. So by that point, you've been friends for like four months. Yeah. And gone through a really massive life experience together and many stages of it versus mm-hmm. three weeks. And they are your best girlfriends in the world. It's just kind of embarrassing. Also, like which which ones? Who? Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes you're like, oh, they're friends. I don't know who Elizabeth is friends with. Anyway. She... This is not the thing we need to be calling out. She just said that, and I rolled my eyes so hard. No, she... She did quite a few... I will... I can't lie. She seems annoying. Yeah. Oh, my God. And her Instagram today... Her Instagram story... So annoying. Girl. It was... Like, a little bit holier-than-thou type of stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, girl, if you just do your thing and live your life, people will be like, yes, go off. Because you were wronged. Yeah, absolutely. But instead, like, she has, I, maybe not rented a studio, but booked studio space with, like, the big white backdrop and then put on... we're talking about the same thing. (laughs) Put on the dress that she wore this night and scattered rose petals everywhere, like... And and you haven't seen the last of me yet, Bachelor Nation. Prepared to post it on this this day. Like, that's very... Cringy. Cringy. Embarrassing. 
you you can't film your own promotional teaser for the bachelorette like you can't film i don't know if i've ever gotten stronger uh like millennial energy yes from a contestant yes like i don't know how old elizabeth is but she seems a lot older than the rest of these contestants and part of that is again how she was able to maturely handle a lot of confrontation and then the other part of it is how she behaves online which is cringe like a millennial (laughs) yeah um okay anyway so clayton comes in and was like clayton comes into the rose ceremony and is like tonight was very frustrating and i didn't feel like i could mentally continue on and i'm like tonight was very frustrating mostly your fault literally you did this okay anyway um so marlena gets the first rose love her and then I am so obsessed with Marlena. It is crazy. I'm so obsessed with her. She she's went, so cool. She's way, way, way too cool to be she's there. She's literally and they so are cool. Lucky to be in her presence. Um, anyway, continue. Shanae gets the last rose, so we lose Elizabeth, the Kanga Boots girl, whose name I can't remember for the life of me. Melina. Tragic. Melina. Tragic. And then a different girl whose name I didn't know. I, I don't know if the I ever knew The lady who got... Oh, that was the doctor? Mm-hmm. Kira. Mm-hmm. Kira. They can't change their hairstyles. If they change their hairstyles, kept... I won't recognize them at this point in and time. they kept Mara. They did keep so Mara. weird. And they kept Jill. I really thought Jill was going. Jill really thought Jill was going. Jill cries on camera. Jill cries multiple times in this episode. I love her. I I can't help it. They were like, she cries on camera and we can make fun of her for being a vegan. Let's keep her. (laughs) Yeah, I'm entertained. I say keep her. I I think they're just going to continue to, like, not put her on dates. (laughs) I and watch her melt but be kept through multiple ceremonies. Okay, here's the thing. I really strongly believe that uh, Elizabeth will find redemption in paradise. I think she'll be on yeah. paradise. That being said, she did not get a limo speech. And I have hmm. two theories about that. One, it was boring slash they didn't care. They were like, let's move on with this episode. Which is not a great sign for her. Or two... She was really fucking pissed off, and that didn't fit the narrative of their edit. (laughs) I think it's that one. (laughs) Honestly, though, I would be too. Like, after all this bullshit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's that one. (laughs) Go with it being that one. Also, this is just a side note, but Justin and Teddy in Paradise would literally be so hot. Oh, okay. Anyway. kind of chaotic. I feel like they'd both be like, I'm not actually not that into you. And then they'd like, be like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> to like their friends. But they'd be super into each other. They'd cause so much drama. They would. I'd love it. Anyway, continue. Um, so watch Greg go after her. We'll could see that as well. Okay. Anyway. Literally, after this rose ceremony, it already felt like the end of the episode, and I would have been fine with that because I was having a bad time. Um, Never mind. The next morning, Gabby (laughs) is crying on a daybed because justice was not served and evil won. And I guess today is just my (laughs) day to be rude, but I have some rude thoughts. Um, Sorry, 
Gabby literally always looks and sounds like she's recovering from a terrible allergic reaction. <laughs> she she does. Yeah, she she always looks a little like glassy-eyed. She always looks like, a little glassy-eyed. Like her, eyes her eyes look puffy a lot of the time. Maybe it's yeah. crying, maybe it's something else. I just feel like her face looks puffy frequently and then her voice is so not a sound I've ever heard before. <laughs> I don't know. I find Gabby so annoying. I like her. I find her literally so annoying. Anyway. She makes me giggle. <laughs> she says such stupid shit. <laughs> so then they're all sitting inside and Jesse comes in and he's like, guys, I have really terrible news. Um, there's not going to be a date today. Because we're going to Houston, Texas! Like, Ugh. really pulled an old switcheroo on them. He really did. He is so boring. He is a flat pancake. That being said... Most pancakes are flat. Most pancakes <laughs> are flat. <laughs> I would say he's, like, a great, but he's not that interesting. Um, <laughs> but uh, I appreciate from him that I get no sexual energy directed at any of the contestants. When Chris Harrison walks in the room, I feel like he's horny for everyone and it makes me angry. It's disgusting. It, <laughs> he scares me legitimately. Like yeah. he absolutely was hitting on contestants behind the scenes. No, like, Jesse really uh, does have strong strong mannequin vibes. Yes. Like his his crotch is just a, a plastic like he's a Ken doll. Yeah, he's yeah. a Ken doll. Yeah, I stand by that. And I just think I'm like, if you're gonna be with all these women, that is I prefer that over Chris Harrison, who's got real doesn't understand boundary vibes. Yeah. Plus like they never like well, I guess because he wasn't. Uh I, I mean I guess I I wasn't watching the show back when Chris Harrison was quote unquote happily married, but like <laughs> I feel like they probably never tried to sell Chris Harrison as, like, the happily married guy. Like, not that they were trying to sell him as single either, but just, like, they they weren't trying to sell him as anything. Whereas Jesse, the former Bachelor, they're like, he's happily married to someone who wasn't on his season. He's happily <laughs> married. Like, I feel like they're yeah. very much trying to pitch him as, like, family man. Like, look what you mm -hmm. could be, um, which they were not trying to do with Chris Harrison. Yeah, I also think that Clayton could be Jesse Palmer. Absolutely. It doesn't yeah. take much, no they, offense. No, they <laughs> look the same. Anyway. They look the same. And they act the same. They have had the same career trajectory. Literally, I mean, I don't know if Clayton's as good at talking out loud. Not that Jesse's good at talking, but I just think Clayton's well, bad at it. he's got some years. He's got some years to practice. Right, but I think Jesse became a host pretty immediately, but I could be wrong. Um, I don't know, maybe. I don't know either, now that I think about it. Anyway. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> me either, and that is on purpose. The internet is right yeah, there, and I, I have agree. not typed his name into Google. Like. <laughs> he bores me to think about. <laughs> like, okay. You guys, Liv literally went back mm. and listened to old interviews of a guy who was maybe the guy involved in this Vegas thing <laughs> and then went back and watched clips of Caitlyn's season to see if he was the guy. 
and she will not type Jesse Palmer into Google. Like, does that not tell you how boring this man is? I watched an 18-minute video of slides of bears directly before this. <laughs> and I would not type Jesse Palmer into Google. <laughs> addicted to quilting and I find <laughs> Jesse Palmer too boring to comprehend. <laughs> oh my god. We're being mean okay. today. I love it. I love us. Well, <laughs> okay. Um, Houston is Le- Lindsay W's hometown. That is the most important fact about her. We will learn this episode. She's not really in it. Moving on. She has a bad attitude. Okay, who the fuck does she remind you of? Can you tell me who she reminds me of from past seasons? Yeah, I... Oh, from another season? I think so. Maybe not. Um, no, but she looks like Tommy Lauren. Not as much now, Mm. but she did in her pictures. I feel Um, like she reminds me of a person from a past season, but she could just remind me of a lot of people from past seasons. Nope, I know exactly what you are talking about. It's driving me nuts. Honestly, she reminds me a little bit of Lauren Leyendyke before, like, when she was in a bad mood. I was gonna say, no offense to Lindsay, but she's not as pretty. No. Yeah. Lauren is weirdly stunning. No, yeah, no, no, and it's not the attitude, it's the appearance that's getting me. Oh, oh. She looks like someone. She looks like, well, she looks like a lot of people, but I think she kind of looks like the other Lauren from Ben's season. Okay. I'm just gonna have to take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're in Houston. Great. At Clayton's hotel, his friend Clarence shows up because Clarence lives in Houston. They played football mm. together in college, that's how they know, they know each other. Clarence is married, he's got a kid, he's everything. Clayton could maybe be at the he end had of a this. Bad shirt. Yeah, um whatever. So Clayton is talking to Clarence, oh god, mm-hmm. um, he's like, and Clarence, Clarence. Cla- Clarence is like, so, like, what's, what's going on, what's up, and Clayton's like, well, you know, I'm just wondering, like, is the drama over, like, do they think I made the right decision, the answers to no. those are no and no, <laughs> no, the drama is not over, and We're terrible, no, terrible they do not think you made the right terrible. decision. <laughs> And then, but Clarence is like, so like, you know, like, how are you in like the relationships? And Clayton literally predicts for himself that he's going to be in love with like four people. He's like, I can already see at the end of this, like two people, maybe three, you know, maybe even four that (laughs) where I just like, don't know how I'm going to pick between them. And I was like, and so I won't. No one (laughs) has ever so accidentally foreshadowed their doom. (laughs) I know. Oh my god. Or not accidentally, but so clearly, so explicitly foreshadowed their doom. He's wild to me because he is acting lightly Peter Weber-esque. Yes. But there's something, he's missing Peter's like charisma element yeah yeah that one that word yeah he does not have charisma um 
Yeah, I I feel like oh, I feel like Clayton is like that guy who maybe your friends bring to like a thing or like he's at a thing with mutual friends and you see him and you're like, oh my God, like who's that guy? He's so cute. Like, wow. I would never say he's so cute. Okay, but like, not like he's so cute, (laughs) but like, you know, he's like very noticeable. He's huge. Like he's got a nice smile. Maybe you're not like, he's so cute, but you're like, wait, who's that guy? Like, why, why don't I know this guy? And then you like talk with him a little bit and you're like, okay. And then your friends bring him to another event. And every time you see him, you just get less attracted to him. Yeah. Like, cause you're like, wait, cute. Like, why don't I know him? And then you like get to know him and you're like, that's, oh, okay. Noted. Absolutely. (laughs) or or he's that guy your friend dates after they've been through like a bad breakup with a dickwad Mm -hmm. and you're like oh my god he's so nice and normal and then the more you get to know him you're like damn this man is so boring (laughs) i'm so sad to continue to hang out with him (laughs) yeah he just seems like the kind of person who gets worse with time Yes, is what we're both saying. (laughs) That's a bummer. (laughs) Again, we're mean today. I don't know. Oh god! At first, I thought it was just me. Maybe it is just me. I'm mean today. I know that much. I feel like I'm mean. Are you mean today? Okay. Um, Mean today too. So Clayton, uh, Rachel gets the one-on-one date. So Rachel goes, she gets ready, she runs up to Clayton in the middle of a field or the woods or wherever it is. I don't he know. He is the most sexually attracted to her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um yeah. He instantly, when listing traits of Rachel's that he admires, again, brings up how humble she is. He loves when women are humble. I don't also, know if humble has ever been an adjective used to describe women on this show. But it's yeah. one of Clayton's favorites. It's weird. I don't know why it bugs me so much, but it it do. It do be bugging. It it bugs me because it's like that you don't I don't think he I don't think he means humble. It's 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 weird. I I think he likes women who are insecure. Ex- that's what it feels like. He's like I yeah, like not that they don't know that they're good at things. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell them. Yeah, I want to be able to be the one to be like, you're so talented. Yeah, and then they will love that I said that. Because he was like, you don't know. And she was like, I do. I do. (laughs) I'm cool. And hot. (laughs) Have you seen me? (laughs) And with Teddy, that's why he likes Teddy and Rachel so much. Neither of those bitches thinks that, and bitches I mean in a positive way, (laughs) neither of them... But neither of them fucking are, like, think, are insecure. I mean, at least, at least not around Colton. Because, you know, like, sometimes you can be more insecure around people. Oh, yeah. But both of those women know that they can do so little and, like, make it so far. Wait, and wait but why like, are you saying that that's why he I mean, likes them? Because they're pretending. Oh, because they're pretending. Oh, yeah, Teddy's, yeah. They're pretending to be insecure. Like, when Teddy says that she's insecure around him, I'm like, liar. Yeah. When Rachel says she's insecure around him, liar. Actually, with Teddy, oh, that makes so much sense. Because I was like, why is Teddy literally so annoying? Like, why is she being so annoying? Why is she being so insecure? It's because she instantly figured out that that's what he likes. Yes. 
She's not. It's insecure. a move. It, but it, it, like obviously it's a move. But I yeah. just it just I just realized how smart of one it is. Mm-hmm. It's because before I was like interesting play the whiny girl. Okay, yeah. but now I'm like oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's the same thing that Rachel did too. In her when I was like, that looks awkward and desperate. He is the most sexually attracted to her. Yeah. Well, he's super into her. With Teddy, and that it has feels to do with a couple things. Way more forced because yeah, I agree. It, I, because I think because Teddy's way less attracted to him than Rachel, in my opinion. Yeah. Teddy is having oh, the no, worst so time, too. and Rachel. I feel like with Teddy, she is fully pretending she's having a bad time. With Rachel. Yes. She knows that it's the right move, you know. Mm-hmm. Like she's not she's having not to force as much. Yeah, she's just she's playing up so she gets the reaction that she wants, which she yeah. did. I agree. Um. Okay. That's why Teddy's harder to watch. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um. So for this date, Clayton wanted us to see what a typical Sunday in Missouri looks like. They ride some horses. For this date, Clayton would like to bring us to meet a bunch of strangers. For this date, the budget was $9. (laughs) (laughs) For this date, ABC raided a person's house and said, whatever's in your fridge will work. Literally. Okay, so they're riding horses. Lovely. They ride straight into someone's backyard, which first of all, Mm Hilarious, because they were, like, on a trail, and then they rode straight into a backyard. They were on horses in someone's backyard. And granted, it's, like, Texas, the backyard is huge. Not that everybody in Texas has a huge backyard, but, like, presumably they are in a more rural countryside area. Um, But they are on on horses in someone's backyard. (laughs) Why couldn't they just go have a picnic by that, like, pond thing? They're gonna... Literal no sense. So they ride up to some stranger's backyard. Clayton gets off his horse. He's like, can we join you? Looks like you have enough food. And they're like, yes, we'd love to have you. So, so bizarro. First question, where'd they find this family? This family right. of like four to five adults. There are no children. <laughs> I don't know who these men are. Oh, no. There are three you know to four men and one woman. There are you know who their children are? Who? The kids at the birthday party! <laughs> yeah, the kids at the birthday party. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> okay, no, but truly, there are Next, like... we're gonna go to an old folks home and it's gonna be the parents <laughs> There are three to four adult men and one adult woman. We never yeah. learn who they are. <laughs> we don't know who they are to each, each other. other. No clue. Who are they?! <laughs> like and the thing is like they've they've done this date like I feel like I remember it twice before like once in Italy and once in like Mexico or something but at least mm-hmm. there it was like about like culture and like you, the yeah, families didn't family. speak that much English and so it was a lot of like oh communication and they like made pasta in Italy and they like I think they were, like, attending, like, a huge birthday party in Mexico. Like, it it, it felt more like, oh, like, when yeah. you travel, sometimes you like to go to museums, but sometimes you like to just experience local culture. This is yeah. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> at least, 
Like, there's always, there's or, like, there's usually a designated old couple to be like, oh, and when you... We've been together for 84 years. We've been together for 84 years. Or, like, (laughs) my husband died, but I still love him, and I'd never take another one, you know? Like, something. This was just four strangers whose food they stole. Literally (laughs) baffling. Baffling. <laughs> Give us some context. It's the same thing with the kids. Whose birthday? Who's Maya? Okay, it's Maya's birthday. birthday? <laughs> I know, but <laughs> did she know that? <laughs> Does Maya know which one she is? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they'll pick names off the call sheet. Anyway, it made no sense. It made no sense. So they're just like in these strangers' backyard making food with strangers. Rachel's talking to some of them, and they're, like, talking about kids, and Rachel's like, yeah, I think I want four kids. And then, um, Clayton comes over, and he's like, hey, what are we all talking about? And the woman's like, oh, just how Rachel wants, like, ten kids, you know, as a joke. Mm -hmm. And then the guy's like, actually, she said 15. And then Clayton (laughs) goes, I'm just gonna go back over there, you know, like, in a classic, my girlfriend, who's not my girlfriend, is talking about having kids to our strangers. Like, very straight people comedy but then immediately he comes back over to Rachel and gives her a hug and is like I was this isn't exact wording but this is the gist he's like I was just kidding I didn't actually want to leave like one thing to know about me is that I like to joke (laughs) and I was like Bosses, yeah, uh, like like an award show where like <laughs> I could be, not like, the guy with the camera. He'd be like, "Huh, you get that, honey?" I could not believe <laughs> that. I was I was genuinely <laughs> shook when he did that. I was like, "Oh my god, you are less funny than I thought." You have managed to lower the bar further for yourself. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. So then, um, Clayton and Rachel go to a dock that has no decor. Again, the budget was $9. And they don't even get in a boat. They just sit on the dock and talk about how great they are for each other and make out. Um, then they go to dinner. Yeah. And then Clayton does a really long winding, like, I just have one question for you. Like, it's really serious. I'm so confused. Like, I just need you to help me figure this out. How are you still single? Like, <laughs> did his high school girlfriend tell him he was funny? I'm confused. That's my only explanation because I have to assume no one in college did. And after that, they can't have. So he must have just heard it one time and then continued on. Yeah. But he is not funny. He does not know how to lead up anything. He's so whack. I he's can't. so wild. So he's like, how are you still single? And Rachel's essentially like... I've known I wanted to be a pilot since I was, like, a tiny kid, and I, like, as a woman, I have to work harder and prove myself every day, so, like, I've really just been doing that, but then she also was like, but I want to be a mom and I want to be married while still having what I worked my whole life for, and I was like, fair. Mm -hmm. Um, Nice. And I guess her previous relationship was not 
supportive of that, essentially. Her last... In fewer words, her last relationship didn't work out because her boyfriend was sexist. Yeah. (laughs) Um, true. Um... So, basically, it sounds like she was real. it was a combination of being really focused on her career and not feeling like she could find a partner who was supportive of how focused on her career she was. Um, and Clayton's like, Clayton literally goes, I would never hold you back. And then she cries a little bit and says, that's all I ever needed to hear. And I'm like, the bar for men is on the floor! It's Whoa, on the it's floor. In it's in the hell. The bar is in hell. It's in hell with me. I am also in hell watching this episode. This is the my bar hell. The crushed me into hell. The bar actually falling is what killed me and landed me in hell. <laughs> sent me in hell. <laughs> so now we are in hell together because that is the only explanation for how this is on my TV screen. Ah! <laughs> In addition to being mean, I feel like we're riffing off of each other really well tonight. Yeah, I know. I'm really it. Maybe it's just because we released a comedy magazine together. Maybe it's because we're fucking funny, Clayton. <laughs> we're funny. My Don't you wish you were funny? <laughs> oh, Clayton, where's your comedy newspaper? Tell me. <laughs> anyway, I didn't need anyone to tell me. I'm very confident. Um. Did you see that TikTok? I'm not humble, unfortunately, Clayton, and I would never work out. What were you saying? Did you see that TikTok I sent you from Maggie Peters? Maisie Peters? Yeah. (laughs) Did I send you the TikTok of Layla holding the muffin? Leah, whatever the toddler's name is, holding the muffin? No. Oh my god, okay. We'll be doing that next. Yeah, no, don't worry. Okay, anyway, um... So, Rachel, no, Clayton makes Rachel feel seen and supported, and he really, and Rachel says he stepped up and set the bar really high, and I was like, so funny, because as we know, the bar is in hell. (laughs) With us. Um, And then they open the doors, oh my god, we're gonna talk about the Jonas Brothers twice on this podcast, because my note says they open the doors to a little concert area with the country Jonas Brothers playing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> parentheses they're called restless road <laughs> they're hot i can't lie what <laughs> i thought they were attractive i at least one of them from the i definitely after after i made the observation of they're the country jonas brothers which was literally the first thing i thought when i laid eyes on them i think i kind of went <laughs> nice to myself and then stop paying attention i was like that's killer i don't need any more material here <laughs> there was definitely a kevin <laughs> yeah he was on keys <laughs> like yeah obviously he was kevin <laughs> i'll be honest i said that hoping that you saw that yeah no obviously <laughs> joe was the one who was just singing nick was in the middle singing it on guitar and yes. kevin was on keys obviously um excellent choice <laughs> <laughs> so i guess I can I can see things working out medium for Clayton and Rachel, which is yeah, better than I, I can see for him Sarah, with anybody else. No, I think he and Sarah are the best. I think Sarah will get bored of him. I think, well, yeah, it's so hard to tell. I, are you kidding me? I Sarah's like, 23 and seems fun. She's going to get bored of him. The thing is, right, no, she is, I, th- I think she could potentially be happy with Clayton, 
But I think she could be much happier with someone hotter and cooler. Yeah. But I, I think that Rachel will get bored of him. I feel like they quicker all will. Than, quicker frankly. than Sarah will. Hmm. I think we have a difference in opinion there. Because Rachel's not around as much because she's a pilot. That extends their oh, timeline. She won't have as much time to uh, get bored of him. He's okay. probably a bad yeah, texter, fair enough, though. Fair anyway. Um, okay. I think that'll be good. So I then, can't imagine his texting is fun. As they are slow dancing to the country, Jonas Brothers, Clayton mm-hmm. whispers. No, no, this was... Clayton whispers. <laughs> I listened to her. <laughs> you did not. Clayton whispers to her. He goes, wait, I'm going to try to whisper it without laughing. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait. Stop. He goes. He goes. I will never dim your light. And I almost vomited, but Rachel seemed to love it. I would have been like, I actually, just I actually have to go. And then I would have been like, I have to leave. Can I get a, a car to leave this place forever? It was appalling. Anyway, obviously I Rachel gets the rose. Your I will. Life. I will never dim your light. <laughs> oh boy! Nightmare fuel. Oh boy! Okay. Um, Brutal that they had his mic on. That's the end of that date. I also, yeah. okay, I'm oh, actually, I'm, I'm going back to it for a second. I feel like Rachel whispered a lot during the date. and Oh, that was one comment I had. I couldn't stand it. I Well, I feel like, to me, because obviously she knows her mic's on. She's not an idiot. Um, yeah. I don't think Rachel's stupid. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but I feel like it, it, to me, it felt like a reaction to the fact that there was probably 10 people 15 feet away from them. Like, yeah. trying to create some sense of intimacy even though she's completely mic'd up and they can hear everything i don't know i was wondering about it and that was the only rational explanation i could come up with i feel like she's just a whisperer sometimes people are like that that's true okay um so back at the ranch texas reference uh the next date (laughs) card shows up all the girls are like we don't want to be on a group date with shanae so, the group date is Sarah, Eliza, Teddy, Marlena, Jill, Susie, Mara, Sierra, Hunter, Lindsay, Genevieve, Gabby, and Shanae. Bad news for all of them. Which means that Serene is getting the one-on-one. So, yes, then, later, Sierra, Genevieve, and Gabby are sitting on the couch bitching about Shanae. And the way... Not a big fan of Sierra either. Yeah, Sierra is really challenging me. Because mm, I like her. Sometimes. Her energy is great as yeah. an overall vibe. She's beautiful. Her style's really oh fun. God. Her hair is her so fun. Could cut glass. Could cut. She she used body glimmer glitter on this date, and she she was glittering, but like in she she uses it every night. She no, looks she, she looks magical. Night. She looks and magical. How it doesn't look tacky. No. It's insane to me. I, and I'm like, how do you apply it? Like what's your product? I have questions, but also I could never she wear looks that. So good. She literally yeah, gleams. No. But she has a lot of internalized misogyny and is kind mm-hmm. of mean. <laughs> yes. 
I would agree that I'm struggling with exactly the same things. <laughs> yeah, like, I see Sierra sitting there, and I'm, like, hot, and then she makes, like, a face at something I also don't like, and I'm, like, I'm so on your side, Agreed. and then she vocalizes her disgust and displeasure, and I'm, like, what mm-hmm. if Wait, you hate we women? didn't oh, no. raise it like that? <laughs> what if we took that energy and did some work on ourselves? <laughs> yeah, honestly. So Sierra but presents I just would a like challenge her to stay for me. around for her uh, cocktail fits. Yeah, oh my god, that They're green so dress. Fun. Okay, we'll talk later. Um Oh, wow. I know. Yeah. So she just she looks poured into every dress she puts on. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No. So good. Yeah. Um no one has ever rocked a bun that hard. True. So, anyway. uh, they're sitting on the couch bitching. Refresher, Sierra, Genevieve, and Gabby are. And whether it's editing, whether it's real, like, the editing makes it look like Shanae overhears them and, like, puts her ear to the wall and hears what's going on. But, like, are they stupid enough to bitch at full volume about Shanae when she could very realistically be in the next room? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I would never do that. That's dumb. That's dumb behavior. I, I wouldn't have been shocked if they were like weren't mad that she heard. Mm. I guess in my like, mind, I know, was like, I, this worked out too perfectly. She's literally pressing her ear against the wall. In my mind, a producer was like, do that. <laughs> I In my mind, they didn't give a fuck if she heard. Mm. Because once everybody has decided someone's crazy, like... Yeah. I don't know. I think they don't care as much. But then you're just making yourself a target of the crazy person. Well, maybe she thought, like... Maybe they thought, like... In my brain, I'm like, she wouldn't go after all three of us, you know? Yeah. Which she did. <laughs> she fully did. Yeah, she, she mostly left Gabby alone, but Gabby was also doing the least of it, so... Yeah. Um, okay. So, for the group date, they all meet Clayton at the stadium for a tailgate. Um, I can't. They, this, they ha- Mason get in a- informed me, was an ad for the new plug-in Honda. Oh, that was very obvious, yes. Yeah. I wrote, my next note is Gabby. Said Hyundai. Yeah, Hyundai. You just yelled it from the other. My Not next. Hyundai. Hyundai? Hyundai. Hyundai? I did say Honda. Grace said Hyundai, and then is it Hyundai? Hyundai. They were at Hyundai S- Stadium. Yeah. My next note is Gabby and Clayton <laughs> do a quick car advertisement. Um. <laughs> Excellent. They did. They did uh, a bad job selling it. Yeah. Um, Clayton goes, "Look, it plugs in." Gabby did not make it look easy to use. <laughs> Two people talking at once. <laughs> Gets anxious. 
And Gabby, who just, like, is stressed and confused in every interview, asking about nothing. (laughs) Of course they couldn't figure it out. (laughs) Okay, so then two football players show up. They play for the Texas team. And I'm like, wasn't Gabby a former NFL cheerleader? Like, let's do that instead. I'd rather see that. Yeah. No, we're going to play. Ooh, that would actually be a good date. Yeah, I know. We're going to play real-life tackle football, which has got to be a legal issue. Um, Mm -hmm. Regular rules, winners go to the after party, losers stay home. This is the first instance in which I genuinely don't care if the losers actually have to go home. I agree. Marlena is really excited, which is absolutely fair. I am stoked to see her play. Only one with a good attitude. It, it, true. Everybody on the other team is like, the other team has an Olympian. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're fucked. True. <laughs> um, so the Bachelor Bowl, sponsored by Hyundai. Is that correct? <laughs> I don't know. Hyundai, Fucking, yeah, their one. advertisement didn't work. I don't know how to say the name. Um, <laughs> so the first team is the Shrimp Stampede. Let's move on. And the other team is the Purple Punishers. Their bodies are going to hurt so much tomorrow for the amount of tackling. Yeah. And just, yeah. Purple so, Punishers is a nice ring to it. They do a montage of, like, Bachelor Bowls from past seasons as well, because they've done this date so many times. I also um, name mine the Purple People Eaters. That's a good name. Thank you. We'll continue on. Um... Basically, the rules are very unclear. I'm like, did you explain football to these women? I'm not being sexist. No. I'm simply saying I don't know how football works. Um, no, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't explain it, which was revealed later in the cocktail party. Then the announcers make fun of Jill for being a vegan. Hilarious. Um, not mm. hilarious. They're not funny. Um, Clayton's like, I thought the drama stayed in LA, but unfortunately things are getting pretty violent. And I was like, you're stupid. Um, so I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to rush us through because we've been talking for so long. Yeah, we have. But been talking for basically, they make us watch so much football. They made us watch probably like 12 minutes of these women yeah. playing football. And I I'm just gonna just give you. Let a... me watch Marlena run. Yeah, can we just watch her run track whatever her event was? At the Olympics? It, we looked it up. It was like, uh, I think it was like the 400 meter dash or something. Essentially, she's extremely fast. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah. But essentially, Marlena's team wins 21 to 0. Um, poor Jill. She cannot stop crying. Um, and- <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Yes, so, so, yeah, Jill, so Jill, Shanae, Lindsay, Hunter, other people are on the losing team, and Jill literally re-enters the hotel room when they get sent home by going, hi, bitches, we fucking lost. <laughs> <laughs> Icon. So the winning team contains, like, Marlena, Teddy, Sierra, Genevieve, maybe, I think Genevieve, um, mm-hmm. I can't remember who else. Who cares? Um, so they all go to the night portion of the date. Clayton is wearing a brown turtleneck that does him no favors. Um, Teddy comes back on our screens for what feels like oh, the first liked time. Him the turtleneck. What? Sorry, that's insane to me. Okay, Teddy comes back on our <laughs> screens for what feels like the first time since night one to express her need for even more validation. Um, mm-hmm. 
And then brings up some insecurities from her childhood. I'm not sure we've seen Teddy and Clayton have a fun conversation since night one. Their relationship is so weird to me. I was like, is she being coached by Game of Roses? Well, but also, like, I don't feel like she's, no offense, Teddy, being fun enough. Like... She isn't. Their conversations... Clayton doesn't seem to care about that. Yeah, I guess I'm just worried about her strategy a little bit. I I don't think it's flawless. I don't think it's a flawless strategy. I think it's a decent strategy, but I I think there's flaws in it. I think she would... Yeah, I think she would have a good strategy if she didn't just, like, fucking hate Clayton. True. (laughs) Like, that's, half of it is just, like, the expression she makes when she sees his face near hers. Yeah, but then she's like, Clayton's such a good kisser. I'm like, liar! Uh, I believed her. On that one thing alone. You, I think he is a good kisser. Too many women have said it with real smiles on their faces for me to believe otherwise. (laughs) Fine, whatever. And you can tell when they're lying based on... Colton season. It was a, it was a good kiss. <laughs> that is what all of them said. Yeah, <laughs> on Colton season. Um, moving on from Teddy, her voice annoys me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Marlena is glowing tonight. She's literally glowing in this light blue yeah. dress that she's wearing. She looks like Beautiful. an angel sent from heaven. Like there is a heavenly glow around her. Anyway. Oh, she has such a good attitude, too. I love like, her. She's so nice I and love friendly, her. even though, like, all of these women are honestly being pretty catty. I love and her. And she's just like, I can be friends with all of you, and be supportive, and be a good time, and be so fast. And be so fast. <laughs> um, okay. So then Sierra brings up to the group, she's like, what if we all ganged up on Shanae? And then she goes and talks to Clayton, and she's like, Clayton, you need to choose someone with good traits as a wife and a mother. And this is where I wrote my note that says, Sierra continues to challenge me by being stunning and driven, but also having a lot of internalized misogyny. (laughs) It is challenging. I'm challenged. (laughs) I feel challenged as well. I also am just like, you are too sure of yourself that Clayton, like, trusts you completely yeah i don't know he doesn't know any of you fuckers yet yeah um who is he supposed to trust he didn't know anyone yeah and so then she tells him this and she's like yeah a lot of women in the house were shocked when you kept shanae because we don't think that you'd want someone like that to be your wife and then he's like i totally hear you but also why did you keep tackling shanae today when she didn't have the ball (laughs) when one i think he's correct in this assumption but this is where uh, i was like did they didn't explain the rules did they yeah because she was like i thought you were just supposed to tackle i know i would too you're only allowed to tackle the person with the ball is that true it's called tackle football (laughs) what if the person is getting thrown the ball. Then you can tackle them, or can you only tackle them after the ball is in their hands? Like, can you do a preemptive strike? I don't understand. Um, whatever. So Genevieve brings her up to Clayton, too. I didn't write any notes about that. But then Shanae, who got sent home earlier tonight, 
decided she was having none of that. So she put on her little black dress. She did her makeup all sexy. And I don't she... know why every single dress she has has one extra strap. <laughs> <laughs> Always. And she struts into the evening, interrupting mm-hmm. Clayton and Sarah. Rude. And when Clayton enters, when Shanae enters, Clayton's like, weren't you on the losing team? <laughs> and Shanae's like, I deserve to be here, so I wanted to come by and say hi. So, Sarah comes back to the women, because Shanae has kicked her out, and informs the women that Shanae has arrived and felt like she deserved to be here. And Sierra goes, I feel like I deserve a million dollars. And again, <laughs> I'm challenged. <laughs> I agree. Um, Clayton's like, I'm happy to see you, but I want to ask you a few questions. He's like, literally, why is this drama still a thing? Shanae tells him that she overheard Sierra and Genevieve ganging up on her to send her home which like I understand a little bit how things are looking pretty Mm -hmm. good for Shanae because there was no other way for her to know that Sierra and Genevieve were the people who said it which they just did unless she overheard them plotting it um so Clayton's like yeah I'm confused And then he's like, I'm sorry for being a little surprised to see you. Like, I'm happy to see you. And then they make out, and then they go find a bar, and then they make out on the bar. And then Sinead strikes me as the type to be like, I used to be bullied. Which he may have been bullied, but then, like, empathizes with the wrong person. Who's like, I'm being bullied. Yeah. And you're like, you're an adult. <laughs> you can still bully adults, but the way that Shanae is saying that she's being bullied is like a, a a middle schooler. Yeah, it's like people don't like me, and it's like, have you assessed why that might be true? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Have you assessed why people yeah, don't like you? Yeah, and it just feels like the child in Clayton is like, <gasps> people didn't that. like me either, and it's like, well, were you a dick? <laughs> Um, so, Sierra calls her a Karen, calls Shanae a Karen, um, and then, not to her face, but then Shanae comes back out, she goes, keep my name out of your fucking mouth to Sierra and Genevieve, and then takes the trophy and throws it, and is like, it's the Shanae show, (laughs) not the Bachelor, and that's the end of the episode. It was the Shanae show, I can't, I can't say How are we slipping Further and further behind in terms of this episode structure. We don't even get to start next week with a rose ceremony. We still have to see Serene's whole fucking date. Like, we're gonna get a rose ceremony in the middle. The whole thing is thrown off. The whole thing. Oh, I'm pretty sure that his season ends early. I hope so. Wait, what if when he's like, I'm in love with all three of you and I slept with you? They're all like, buy it. They all are like, doses. <laughs> so, next episode seems wild. We're going to get a two on one with Genevieve and Shanae. The girls apparently. It appears like the girls have to read poetry targeted at Shanae. They pull together a really confusing bunch of shots where it starts to appear like Shanae is part of the final two or three baffling yeah 
Um, Rise. That's not happening. And then in the credit <laughs> scene, Sarah reveals her most embarrassing story is being in a client club with Buster Rhymes and peeing herself. <laughs> like that's when I was like, okay, Sarah. That's why, like, she's why gonna not? get bored of him. She hangs out with Buster yeah. Rhymes in clubs and tells stories about peeing herself. Like, no, before that moment, I was like, they'd be fine. And then she said that, and I was like, you're down. You're gonna bring. You're, you're gonna down. bring Clayton with you to meet Buster Rhymes. Can you imagine the humiliation? You won't. Can you imagine the humiliation? <laughs> um, that's what I mean. She's like. She's like. But she seems like she's chill. She's, like, down for whatever. Like, yeah. she'd be like, oh, yeah, this is, like, a nice night at home. Or she'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna pee myself in <laughs> in a club. <laughs> they are of equal interest to me. <laughs> All right. Well, we've been talking for an I'm hour so and 32 long. minutes. So, got any roses and thorns? My rose, my all-time forever rose is Marlena. Yep. Or Marlena. Uh, her attitude... Her fucking face. Her speed. I mm-hmm. love her. Secondary rose to uh, Sierra's body glitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my thorn is to fucking... What is her face? Uh, <laughs> Gab... Not Gabby. Uh, Genevieve. Uh. Genevieve is my thorn. Okay. Um. Okay, I am gonna give my rose to everyone saying... The other team has a literal Olympian on it. <laughs> that was so funny. Being forced to play sports games against an Olympian. Comedy. Um, awesome. My number one thorn is just the challenge that Sierra presents to me. Of wanting to yeah. stand and simply not being able to. My secondary thorn goes to Colton whispering, I will never dim your light. <laughs> said Colton. That's an amazing thorn. Oops. Anyway, embarrassing turns of events. In an embarrassing turn of events, I still don't know Clayton's name. In an embarrassing turn of events, Grace, I will never dim your light. <laughs> no, no. In an embarrassing turn Turn of events. Nope, that's it. That's a good one. I didn't think of anything. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank this was so a much. classic case of me thinking it was going to be a short episode, and it being as well. definitely <laughs> on the longer end, one of the longer <laughs> ones. Our sincerest apologies if you've made it all the way through. Um, we appreciate you. You're a star. You're we incredible. We appreciate you if you've just let it run. Yeah, and not listened. Um, rate and review. We love it when you review us. We, like, we, whenever we get a new review, we, like, screenshot it and send it to each other and then talk about how much we love the person who reviewed it. So, that could be you. That could be you. you. Yeah, it could be you. If you wanted. Um, all right, everybody. Well, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye!